0: What is up, you sexy bastards? It is your boy Spindrift, aka Rabbi Can't Lose, aka Noah Kagan. This is episode number two of the TWAS series this week at AppSumo. On today's menu, we have how we do retros and our biggest day ever. How we do future planning, so specifically, we do things for H2 and exactly how we do it. Our long bets, what are they? Removing myself and the right people around. Those are topics and things we're going to be covering about this week in AppSumo. I hope you had an amazing week. And if you're not familiar with AppSumo.com, it is the number one site online for software deals for solopreneurs, tinkerers, explorers, small teams of people, freelancers, consultants, agencies that want to have amazing tools at awesome prices. So if you are not familiar with AppSumo.com, go to the site and sign up for the newsletter. One, you'll see the latest and greatest tools at amazing prices, and you'll see some pretty cool marketing. Before we dive in, Go check out monthly1k.com. This is a course that will help you get a business started if you've been wanting to start your own business or you just want to get a little inspiration. That is monthly1k.com. As well, I have a book coming out. I think you're going to love it. If you have been wanting to start a business or if you just want to practice overcoming fear, having more fun, or scaling your business, if you got a little thing going, send me an email, book at Just If you're on your phone, if you're at the gym, if you're driving, don't do it while you're driving book at okdork.com. Just send me an email saying you're interested, and I will help get you on our launch team to check out our book that's coming out soon. All right, first off, Retro of Sumo Day, our biggest day ever. I believe in the last hour, there was over six figure of purchases, which is just bonkers. And I gotta just kind of do a quick shout-out to Lindsay at the AppSumo team who helped coordinate this. It's about six months of coordination for just a few days of our sale Another thing I really want to call out before I get into kind of the specifics of the retro, which is something I really think everyone should be doing in their own businesses, which is if you do anything, if it works out really well or really poorly, are you doing a retro? And I'll, I'll get into details of how we approach it at AppSumo. I actually have it pulled up here. One thing I have to call out is how are you thinking about your customer? And I just got to be honest. This is a confession. It's a safe. Is this a safe space? I hope it's safe. For me. I think there's times where I'm thinking more about the money, if I'm honest. And it's not always a bad thing, but one of our advisors, Moody, has been really helpful and and really encouraging, which has been great, to keep working backwards from the customer. Meaning, how are you helping your customers? How are you helping your partners? How are you helping your team? And I think we can get easily sidetracked to think, how do I make money? How do I get a subscription? How do I hit this target? How do I do this thing? And it's like, well, your customers don't give two shits about that. And it's just been a really great reframe for the past, uh, give or take, about a month in our planning in our activities, in the business, across the board, it's really working back like how does this benefit the customer and then how does it also really help ourselves afterwards? I think Sumo Day was a great example of that where we really thought what is the best experience for our partners, the people who create software they're promoting, as well as our customers. And that is something I want you to think about if you're just starting with one customer or whether you have a hundred or whether you have thousands, which is like how do I really help this person just a little bit more? And one question I learned from Joe Hudson who has one of my favorite podcasts, Art of Accomplishment, is this question. What is one thing you could change that would make something twice as good? And I think that's just a question you can use in a lot of areas, but specifically with your customer. What is one thing you could do that would make your current customers twice as happy? Think about that. All right, so for the retro of Sumo Day specifically, we do a retro for every one of our major events. And so Sumo Day, how it came to be is that we have Black Friday, which you know, everyone knows and it does really well. But mid-year, you know, people take summer holidays. It's kind of a slower time. We thought, why don't we do a customer appreciation event And that has evolved into just a sales day now. I think customer appreciation, you actually have to do customer appreciation things. I think having discounts is kind of appreciating the customer. Really, it's it's a sales day. And so this year, we embraced it more as, we're just going to try to make an amazing sales day experience for all of our customers. So how the team do the retro for yourself is less important than just doing a retro. So if you do an event, a conference, let's say it's the Tropical MBA conference, or you're doing an email blast, it could be on something small, or it could be on something gigantic. But the point is, is that if you can do the retro, it'll help you consider, should I do this event again? And if I do it, how do I make it a lot better, aka double down? So I'm going to read off some of the things in our retro just to kind of inspire you to think about it for yourself. So these are reflections about how do we make Sumo better next year in 2024 and beyond as well for Black Friday and other activities we're doing in our business. So first off, timing the event. It was a little longer than the year before. That seemed to be better for the customers and the overall business. Adding an extended access. So at AppSumo.com, we have plus members. So these are people that get discounts on all their purchases. They get extended access to deals. So when deals expire, they get an extra time to really think about it. A lot of the products in AppSumo are only there for a very limited time. So adding extended access made a huge deal. So that's something we did. Let me see some of the things that maybe did not go well. Oh, this is interesting. Go all in on Hype Component and invest budget into it. Or if we don't have a great idea for a giveaway, then scrap all together. For Black Friday, we always do a hype event. So we've made videos. We gave away my car. I want my car back. I'm just bicycling everywhere. And this year, we did a giveaway for Sticker Meal Products, which has been one of our oldest partners at AppSumo. We had 2,290 new email signups. The goal internally was 10,000. And 13 of them converted to sales during Sumo Day. That's not so good. And so, yeah, great feedback. If we're gonna do it, let's go all in. And if we're not gonna do it, let's just cancel it all together. I think the other thing for hype is make it a hype event. So we're talking for Black Friday. Let's actually do like some crazy video. Let's if we're gonna do a giveaway, let's make an amazing giveaway. If we're gonna try to build a hype to get people excited about it, let's go and do that. One thing for Sumo Day that we changed versus last year was that last year we did it in July. And what happened is that Amazon has their sales day around the same time. And so there's just a lot more distraction. So it was like, all right. And part of Absumos culture and its deals and its specials and, so, and things of that nature. So our customers and ourselves like doing these types of events. So we thought, all right, let's just have it with less competition. So that is why we moved it to June. And that came out of the retro. There's a lot of other things that we're considering for the upcoming year. For yourself, if you've done anything that's a medium, large, even small thing, try adding retros to your business arsenal and see how they stack up for what you do in the future. Speaking of stack up, next uh, things that happened this week, we did a priority stack rank of our H2. So that means our second half of the year. So from July to December, we do a priority stack rank. And the key thing here for your own business is maybe noticing how we operate our company and think about, all right, well, how can I maybe use one or two of these things in my own businesses? So before I get into the stack rank, the next piece is actually how you decide your stack rank, which is, what is my goal for the year? And I'm not gonna necessarily get into the details of that or how we got to that, but you have a goal for the year and then based on your goal, what are the top three priorities that you think will help get you to your goal? And maybe you know two bonuses. So I'll just share our top three. I don't, some stuff is private and some stuff is not. But our top three is new buyers, existing buyers, and plus buyers. So we have targets around the amount of revenue from each of these three categories. Then we have long bets, and then we have customer delight. So the idea with that is that if you know what your priorities are, then you could say, all right, well, where does this fit on my stack rank of all the projects we can do company-wide to be able to hit our goals? So this is a really interesting meeting where the engineering team goes and does a lot of research and analysis, looks at our data, looks at what's working so we can do more of it, and pitches a lot of different options of things we can do. And what you're really looking for is, you have a goal, you have priorities that you think are going to really help you to get your goal, and then you have a stack rank of all of the options of things you can do towards those priorities, towards ultimately that goal. And you know the customer delight options, we're talking about Q&A, which is the question and answers on AppSumo. The activation of AppSumo sometimes when you buy a product, it's a little strange about, all right, well, how do I redeem it and use it? And those may not directly help return buyer or new buyer revenue. And as I talked about earlier in this episode, how do you just delight your customers and make them so happy that they're excited to tell other people about it? So it was a really great process to do the stack rank and one thing I want you to think about for yourself as you're doing stack rank of things, because you really, business comes down to prioritization. What are the things you're really looking forward to? And in your own business, as you're doing your prioritization, as you're doing your stack rank, whether you're an individual person that makes TikTok videos or does TikTok editing or whatever it is, what are you excited about? And if you don't have something in your own business that you're excited about, well, talk to your boss. That's you, by the way, and make the change. So H2 Priorities, we did that this week. H2 stack rank, we did that. And then we're finally finishing up today and then early next week, which is our budgeting. I actually really love budgeting. And as you grow your own business, budgeting is such a powerful tool of delegation. This is something that I've realized, and I haven't really heard other people talk about it this way. If you can set the guardrails for your business, like, hey, here's our revenue goal. Let's say it's 50 million or whatever it is. And here is the budget of a team. Here's the budget of marketing. Here's the budget of our team retreat, all expenses paid at the end of the year it enables other people to make their own decisions and know how to operate. And so that's been a really cool thing about how to do raises or how much to spend on marketing. And so we're dialing in the budget based on our net operating income target, NOI, and our top-level net revenue goals. And so knowing where we want to be ending up, you can work backwards to think, all right, well, how much teammate costs and all these other things stack up. One other call-out I have to do on the budgeting, one, budgets are super important, so I definitely would have someone for budgeting. I use my CPA, my accountant, to help me set up my budget for a dork and this podcast and my side hustle stuff. If you have someone internally, great. If not, that's okay, but definitely get a budget. in place, Even if you're just a contractor or consultant or whatever it is, it really helps you understand how your business is going to be operating. The one thing I do want to say, though, is that you don't want to punish yourself at the expense of your budget. And what I mean by that is in our marketing, for instance, Let's say in June we budget 300000 for all of our marketing, which is Google ads, Facebook ads, affiliate ads, partnerships, maybe it's new ad platforms, maybe it's promotions, whatever it is, and you found something that's working, and so you want to spend 400000 This is a Gary Halbert thing, and I think that's so important I have to share it, which is if you have a profitable marketing activity, there is no budget. Maybe there's an asterisk there where if your profitable marketing activity means that you spend a dollar, you get two. If it takes five years to do that, you got to be careful there. But if you can spend one dollar, and make three, four, $5 back within a very short period of time, you should have an unlimited budget. And so how to get there and all that stuff is a whole separate episode. But that's something I just really have to call out. And Kevin, who runs our finance and Nick, who runs growth and new acquisition at Absumo, have a very clear, hey, if we're able to get this, we call it LTV to CAC, which is your lifetime value of your customer over the cost of acquiring the customer is greater than a certain number, then Nick can literally spend as much as he wants or until we run out of money. And so you don't want to have such a strict budget that you can't do smart decisions. I want to share that because it's an important point as you're doing your budgeting and as you're operating your business. So long bets. In your planning process, allocate time for the future. I'm not someone who thinks about what's happening in the next five years. Did you know that AI was coming out a few months ago? No, I know you didn't. Unless you're that one person. I knew it. Noah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But for everyone else out there, I do think you need to allocate some time in your business, in your day, in your week. What do you think is going to happen in the next year? And what is something you can do today that will help for the long part? Because a lot of what we do in our business is like the now. And the way you can get serious leverage is, okay, well, what's the now in a year that I can plant a seed today that maybe doesn't give me an immediate result, but will help me much more in the future? So at AppSumo, we don't really know some of the things that are going to happen in the future. No one does. So That's the future. But we're going to be allocating time to discovering, exploring what our customers need, what our partners need, how we think that'll help our business and discover those things so that we can start planting seeds and bets today that we think will help us in years to come. And the last two things, removing myself from Slack channels. So when I talked about budgeting, part of budgeting is delegation where it's telling, hey, you have a budget, go execute what you need to do. And what I noticed as the CEO of the company, which is kind of crazy to say to be CEO, is that I'm in a lot of these channels. So we have a channel called Reported Listings where people submit complaints about deals they see on the site or a channel called Customer Support or Ask a Sumo and and different ones like that. And I noticed it would get me involved in really micro issues. And that's not bad, I think that's a really good thing. If you own a restaurant, you should taste your dish. Bottom line. But what it does is it disempowers the people that you've hired or around you to really take responsibility in those areas. So I think that was just a great reminder. I noticed that and it's like, okay, talk to the person, don't just leave the Slack channel, otherwise I might think you're angry. And then just leave. And if you notice things are dropping then, all right, talk to the person, work on the process, or it really gives that person the power and ability and space to go make these changes and improvements. And if it's not happening as well, then maybe also find different people. I really do believe we have great people at AppSumo.com and we might be hiring. So check out AppSumo.com slash careers. But yeah, for yourself, if you have a team of two, is there areas you can remove yourself and work on the trust that you have with another person? Lastly, this week, plus I got a little bonus for you because I just thought of it. The right people around, It is invaluable to have access to people that know things that you don't. Specifically this week, Eamon, who is our former CEO, and Moody, who is our marketing advisor, having these people around, like Eamon at this point now, he does CEO coaching. You can check him out, Eamon Abdullah on Twitter. Highly recommend. And Moody was the CMO of Glassdoor, Zapier, as well as was an executive at Electronic Arts, EA. The ability to have people who have seen further ahead than you have and then just give you the advice and shortcuts is priceless period. So allocate time, money, attention to finding that in areas that you're weaker in so you can spend the time in the areas that you're stronger in. The explanation you've probably heard, find people that can help you. But once you've found these people and you've seen what they can do, you're like, oh, I need a lot more of that. And the last bonus thing I want to be sharing is how can you look at something positively? And this was really surprising. We had a board meeting on Tuesday and we were talking about some of our net income things. And We're like, all right, well, how do we change our margin? How do we do this and do margin? And it was kind of negative. It was kind of just about how do we make more money? How do we fix the money stuff? And Raj, who's one of our key advisors, asked questions like, what can you do that customers would be excited about and partners would be excited about? And it really was a great reframing of instead of just the money thing, how do you do something that's in a positive observation or a positive experience? That is a little abstract. (laughs) I get it. Let me share the exact thing. So we said, all right, we need to do this for margin. Maybe we can do these things around our partners. And Raj was like, yeah, that's good. Do that for the partners. But would the partners be excited about it? How can you do it in a way that partners would actually be excited that you're doing these things? And I was like, damn, that's good. So that's what I'm sharing with you. That was Twas, number two, AppSumo. Let me know what you think about these episodes. You can shoot me an email, at appsumo.com. I love hearing from you. I also am just curious. It's definitely a different type of episode. I think it's really interesting. I think there's a lot of lessons learned of what's going on in our company and I think it can benefit you in your own business journey. If you want to learn more, go to AppSumo.com, sign up for the newsletter. Check me out on all the different places. Definitely the email list. If you're not on the email list, go to okdork.com and sign up for the newsletter today to make sure you don't miss out on exclusive content that I send just for email list subscribers. That's okdork.com. Thank you to Jason at podcasttech.com for doing these episodes. They really go from dud to stud. And thank you to everyone on the Dork team. These people really helped make it happen. I'm very, very lucky, very blessed to have them be a part of it. That's Jeremy, Cam, Sasa, Nikki, Jen, Tommy, and Sylvie for all the magic that they do. Thank you to everyone. Y'all are dope. I'm very lucky in this life to be around such great people. Have a sparkling day. What's your favorite water brand?